Hello, and welcome to the Battle Line Podcast, where we have conversations on the collision of space between community, faith, and culture. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Satterley, and here with me is my host, co-host in life, editor of Peer Magazine, Captain Jamie Satterley. Hi. And we also have with us here our co-host and producer and the one who makes this entire thing work, Elizabeth. How are you doing today, Elizabeth? I am so super swell. How are you guys? Doing great. So, uh, and I'm really excited about today's episode because this is right up my alley. Um, You know, 2020 is almost over. Yay. Fingers crossed that 2021 (laughs) will be better. Uh, We're we're all hoping and praying. Uh, But today we're going to talk about... um, Kind of goal setting, but also, you know, a lot of times we, we create these New Year's resolutions uh, and then break them by February. <laughs> but we're going to talk about, you know, a little bit how to think through, set, follow through on your resolutions, not just for 2021, but every day uh, from here on out. You don't also don't really have to start in January. So uh, it's a good lifelong, maybe goal setting tips. All right. So um, before we begin, um, it's always fun to, to maybe start with a little bit of a game, Elizabeth. Uh, Kevin, Jamie, you good for a game? I love a game. Sure, let's do it. All right, here's how we're going to play this one. I have written down five fake resolutions, okay? Um, I just made them up. I went back in time, Marty McFly, and I am just going to read off a resolution. What I want you, Elizabeth, and Captain Jamie to do, and those of you listening in your car, wherever you are right now, I want you to try to guess the year I would have made this resolution, Okay. So, for example, this is not one of the questions, but if I'm going to say, like, I want to get along with somebody this year, like the year, like, I mean, I want to get along with somebody this year, like when Kanye interrupted Taylor Swift and they had their beef, what year would that be? Okay. I don't know the answer to that. You can look it up. Um, It's like 2009, probably something like that. Maybe. Okay. So um, here's my first resolution. And then I'll uh, throw it to you and Jamie and Elizabeth to figure out the year. All right, here we go. Here's the first one. I'll eat healthier this year by stop by stopping eating so many of these delicious new product called Lunchables. Let me say it again. I'll eat healthier this year if I can stop eating all these delicious new products called Lunchables. What year do you think I'm in? I'm going to be absolutely terrible at this game. Uh, 1980. No, 1984. Okay, got one for 84. Elizabeth, how are you? What do you think? Well, first of all, I have no idea how old you are, so I'm really just shot, <laughs> shot in the dark here. I'm going to go with 1998. Okay, very good. Um, Captain Jamie, you should have gone with your original guess. The year is 1989. Lunchables were invented in uh, 88, but they were started marketing in 1989. Lunchables are older than most of our listeners. So, uh, and older than Elizabeth, actually. Did you know that Lunchables are so popular? They made, in 2017, they made $1.3 billion in Lunchables alone. It really is just the poor man's charcuterie board, isn't it? <laughs> Listen, I think Lunchables was my gateway drug to charcuterie. So. <laughs> okay, very good. All right, second one. I have five of these. Second one, here we go. Guess what year I'm in. I'll get organized this year. The movie Toy Story made me miss my old stuff. I'll get organized this year because the movie Toy Story made me miss my old stuff. What year am I in? Okay, I can remember seeing the first Toy Story. My cousin was like obsessed with it. He would walk his dog with Buzz Lightyear wings. 
and I th- want to say we were mm, 11, 12, 1995. Okay, it's a good guess. Elizabeth, how about you? I'm going to go 94. All right. Captain Jamie hit it right on the head. Ne- Toy Story came out in November in 1995. Good job. All right. So that's a point for Jamie. Hit it with that ding. Ding. All right. There we go. Next one. All right. I won't get on MySpace so much this year. I won't get on MySpace so much this year. What year am I in? That's my resolution. I won't get on MySpace so much this year. Oh, gosh. I can remember MySpace, and you had to have, you had like what your top five songs and your little people on there. Um, MySpace, MySpace was post Zanga, right? Post Zanga. So I'm going to say 2008. That's a good guess. All right, Elizabeth, you're up. I'm going to go 2007. Oh, okay. Uh, nobody gets it, but Elizabeth is closer. 2003. 2003 is where MySpace was invented. All right. But was that when it was most popular? Well, when has MySpace ever been its most popular? Okay. All right. Two more. Here we go. Uh, I'm going to start a flash mob this year. I'm going to start a flash mob this year. Now, this is up for interpretation because they were invented in 2003. I'll give you that hint. But I'm looking for the height of popularity of the flash mob. All right. I will, my New Year's resolution, what year am I in? I'm going to start a flash mob this year. Okay. I'm going to say 2011. All right, Elizabeth, how about you? 2008. Oh, you guys uh, bookend that one. It was uh, 2009, 2010. (laughs) All right. Last one. Last one. What year am I in? My resolution. This year, I promise not to eat any more Tide Pods. This year, I promise not to eat any more Tide Pod Tide Pods. What year am I in? 2017. All right, Elizabeth. 2016. All right, Captain Jamie gets the point. Bing. 2017, the Tide Pod Challenge, in which teenagers ate laundry soap and went to the hospital after that. So That's why you need youth leaders. there was a meme that went around back in 2017 called forbidden fruit and it was Tide Pods <laughs> hanging on a tree. All right. Well, that's a good game for uh, our resolutions. Um, but uh, this year, I mean, this in, in this podcast, we 2021, we want to talk about what is your New Year's resolution? What's your goal? What, how can you do that? And what tips can we give you? And how can we look at that through the eyes of faith um, through that as well? So here's my uh, first question to you. Um, Elizabeth and Captain Jamie, what's one resolution or a goal that you've ever had that you have successfully kept? We hear so much about New Year's resolutions that, you, like you said, Captain Jamie, in the intro, by February, they're toast. Is there a goal or a resolution that you've ever kept? Yeah, so uh, I think one of my very favorite ones, and this was actually one this year, 2020, which in which I met almost no other goals. That's not true. There were a few. But my resolutions... Um, we decided as a family we were going to do the 2020 Food Adventure Challenge where we put all these foods that we wanted to try or categories of foods to kind of make us try new things, um, put all these things in a jar, and then um, usually it ended up being about once a week, um, sometimes once every couple of weeks, we would pull one out and learn to cook that new thing together. And for the most part, it was pretty successful. Um, we've discovered some new dishes that we really love. Uh, and that have kind of made its way into our regular rotation. We also tried a few that were unsuccessful. Uh, and I think the kids were like, can we please never eat this again? <laughs> but um, I think that might be 
my favorite re- resolution that I've ever managed to to keep. 2020 food challenge. How about you, Elizabeth? Have you ever uh, kept a New Year's resolution or a goal? I have never kept a New Year's resolution because it's like the same one every year, which is to like work out. <laughs> right. <laughs> I hate working that's out. That's the main one. That is that. I mean, anytime you Google it, that's going to be the biggest one that comes up. People say every year I'm going to work out. I'm going to eat healthier. I'm going to get in shape. So you want to know more about that? Watch the Today Show Hour 3 um, from December 20th through January 15th, and they'll talk about it every single day. Um, for me, a goal that I kept is uh, reading my Bible, actually. Um, when I was 17, I just said, you know what? I'm going to start reading a chapter of the Bible a day. And uh, uh, I've managed to keep that going since I was 17. So that's kind of cool. Uh, it's a humble brag, a Jesus brag. Um, but I would commit people to commend you to do that as well. Start reading the Bible. I promise you, it'll change your life. All right. Well, that was one of the... Uh, those were the successful ones. What's your biggest goal, Elizabeth? I'm coming to you first here. What was your biggest goal, like swing goal, like uh, home run derby, life changing? I'm going to completely change my life. Epic, uh, three part trilogy movie of a goal that you uh, hail mary football. I'm thinking of all these metaphors that I'm running out of that you just you committed to. You were all in, and then you you know stumbled along the way. Do you have one of those? Well, I think what comes to mind first is I think one year in my youth, I was like, I'm going to get a boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) And I I think stumbling was definitely the word to use there because that certainly didn't happen. It's so much, that's so much hinged on the other person. That could have been such a three-part trilogy. Come on. They make movies about that stuff. I'm going to get a boyfriend. That is, that's (laughs) epic. That is epic. Well done. Um, for mine, uh, I'm gonna like throw it to Captain Jamie here in a minute. Cause she's going to lead us into some tips on how we all kind of stumble over it. But for mine actually was, I just decided one day I'm going to learn a language. I'm going to learn a brand new language. So I went to the library, went to the language section of the library. I don't know what that is in the Dewey decimal system. And, uh, all of the books in Spanish were gone. Like everything had been checked out and there was like Italian. And I was like, mm, that's pretty close. But the only books that were available were books in German. So for two months, I was intensely involved in learning the German language. So I got the library books. And then not only that, I went out and bought and paid with my own money, the workbook. And then I got like the, the uh, generic version, the Archer Farm or the Great Value version of Rosetta Stone. Um, that's out there, whatever that is. And I did pretty good. I learned a lot of German until it started trying to teach me like how to speak German in business meetings, like Excel spreadsheet German. And I was like, I don't know what this is. So I just kind of stopped and forgot about it. And plus like, when do you, when am I going to use German in my everyday language? Plus it's hard to speak German without sounding angry all the time. Eins, zwei, drei, right? So, um, that was my biggest goal. I just thought, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to learn a new language. And then the only book that was the only resources available was German, and it went from there. Cam Jamie, how about you? What was your biggest hail mary swing for the fences, World Cup goal, Final Four? I'm just thinking of those again, sports metaphors, and then how did it end up for you? Okay, so I I'm gonna have to go outside your parameters because I don't typically set goals that I know I can't achieve. It's just against my personality type. If if I don't think that I can do it, I just don't ever start it. Um, And so, but one that I think I set, I did 
have good intentions and I did not complete it was the Pop Sugar Reading Challenge, which was actually another one of my favorite. I really loved it for the time that I stuck with it. But the problem was I put, I did not put a great time frame. I didn't think ahead enough um, because let me tell you, when you are a summer camp director and summer rolls in, uh, you barely have time to breathe or sleep, much less read books for fun. So I made it pretty good through May. Uh, and then I fell off the wagon when it came to summer and I just never got back. I just never got back on the bike. Um, and so I did not complete the challenge uh, much to my dismay. I might actually try it again in 2021 because, you know, now I'm not at summer camp in the summer. And so I might actually be able to complete this challenge. Um, but that that leads us kind of rolls us over into the next thing, some, some tips for how to successfully set goals. Uh, number one, don't set an irrational time frame <laughs> for yourself. That's going to make it impossible for you to do it. Um, but there are some tips and tricks that you can do. Like, you know, like we said, uh, the I don't have the statistic on it. Um, it's something we'll have to look up and see. But I would say, I think there's, it's like some crazy, I want to say it's like in the high seventies of the people, the amount of people who actually stick with their resolutions, um, past, you know, a month or two. Um, but some of that I think is because we don't actually know how to set good goals, um, you know, and, and how to, to really break this down. So here's kind of my Captain Jamie, who's not a professional at goal setting, but Captain Jamie's uh, four tips to setting good goals for yourself. So the first one is buy-in. You have to have buy-in in order to set a goal and to to meet it. And what I mean by buy-in is like, how much do you really care about it? Is it one of those goals... um, you know, is it is it a goal because it's something that you really want to do and care about, or it's a goal because somebody you know you saw it somewhere and you're like, oh, that's a good idea, but you don't really have the buy-in. Um, like, I'm going to complete 75% of my Pinterest crafts this year. Well, do you even really like Pinterest crafts? Are you crafty? <laughs> you know, stuff like that. And so you have to have buy-in. If it if it doesn't really matter to you, you're not going to complete it. Um, So that's tip one. Tip two, be realistic and be specific. Um, Again, you're, um, you know, like, like my reading goal, it was not realistic that I would be able to make, you know, reading those that set amount of books for each month in the summer, it just wasn't going to happen. It's not realistic to say, I'm going to stop all online shopping and save $750 in the first week of January. Like that's not, I mean, I guess if you're spending $750 a week on online shopping, you could you could potentially save that much money. But it's that's not a realistic goal. So set realistic like be be for real real with yourself. What is actually possible for me to do? So be realistic and be specific. Um instead of saying like I'm going to just save money this year. Well, if you don't have a specific thing to shoot for, how do you know when you get there? So, you know, how much money are you going to save? When is your deadline? You know, you can say, I'm going to save $10 a week or, you know, $50 a month or whatever. And then that's actually a measurable time frame. So be realistic, be specific. The third one is have accountability. And this is kind of a three-parter thing too. You need to find someone who's going to check in with you. Uh, someone who's going to cheer you on, but also someone who's going to kick your butt into gear. Um, usually we have people who fall into one of those things, people who are encouraging to you, but won't 
like um, maybe are a little too scared or a little too shy to really give you the push that you need. Or you might have people who are willing to push you, but not so much be the encouragement and the the listening ear that you need. So you need to find somebody who can be all three, th- three of those things to you. Someone who's going to check in on you, someone who's going to cheer you on, but also someone who's going to kick your butt into gear. Um, and then the fourth thing, treat yourself. Uh, set up a reward system. No, Captain Jamie, say it. Say it the way you say it. <laughs> okay, treat yourself. That's what he's saying. <laughs> treat yourself. Uh, if you know, set up a reward system. So, like, if your goal is to walk every day, then say, okay, uh, if I walk every day for thirty days, I'm going to buy myself a cute jogging tank or whatever. One of those things that says like Namaste in bed today or whatever. <laughs> Uh, and then maybe like, so after that, it was like, okay, well, I hit one month, maybe after three months or after six months of walking every day, I'm going to get myself, you know, like a really nice pair of running shoes or whatever it is. And so if you set those little goals for yourself and you're hitting those things and you treat yourself, you're more likely to keep, you know, stretching on for that thing. Now, the problem with this is you have to be disciplined not to just be like, you know what? I can't wait six months. I'm just going to buy myself some new running shoes today. Like you have to be disciplined in order to not, you know, uh, sometimes jump ahead. Um, can can I add here too, Captain Jamie? I think what happens too a lot of times is people say they use it as a way, almost an excuse, if I can be so bold. They'll say, oh, I'm going to get healthy, but first I got to go online. I got to buy all this cute stuff. And then once I buy the walking pants, shirt, shoes, headphones, then I'll start. And then, you know, you're just kind of burn yourself out. Is that, that you don't, you're saying don't get into that though. Yeah. I'm just so like, you you set it up. I mean, some, there are some goals where you're going to have to, to put up some money up front, but for the most part, I think you should, you know, set those goals for yourself and set mile markers along the way. And when you hit those mile markers, celebrate, everybody loves to celebrate. So just give yourself a reason to celebrate in small chunks and then you're more likely to hit it. So that's Captain Jamie's four tips for success at goal setting. Very good. Uh, Elizabeth, have you, do you have any uh, tips, goals, tricks, anything like that that helps you um, out with New Year's resolutions or with goals or anything like that? Although I've been wildly unsuccessful with New Year's resolutions, I think daily goals, I love a list. Crossing something off a list gives me such joy. Yes, that's uh, that's true. There is something to say about, the, and almost that's like the treat yourself a little bit, Captain Jamie. Treat yourself, sorry. That Jamie, Captain Jamie was talking about, like when you get to scratch something through, that's a huge that's a huge goal. Elizabeth, have you ever written something on your list that you already did just so you can mark it off? Oh my gosh, no, but I should. <laughs> uh, listen, I do that. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I get to like lunchtime. I'm like, oh, you know what? I really should have written down. I have this little thing I keep on my desk that like has the days broken down and I try to write each day's goal list on there. Um, but sometimes I'm like, oh, I, let me just add, I already sent that email, but I'm just going to put it on here so I can check it off. I'm a list girl too and love to check things off a list. So sometimes, it, sometimes I cheat. Um, for a uh, note for the audience, Captain Jamie is an Enneagram one, if you know what that means. So my life is surrounded by Aaron Condren, power sheets. What other things are out there, Captain Jamie, that, uh, all the list making, all the list making tools. Um, you know, we have a, a board, a communication board in our kitchen that has all these list things on it. Poor Captain Matt. His life is so rough. I make fun of her a lot, but she does keep us organized and, and on track with goals. Well, um, let me just uh, finish it up here. Then I'll just give you my, um, I have uh, just two or three tips to help me 
that work for me. Um, maybe they don't work for you. And if they don't, that's perfectly fine. Now, I will freely admit none of these are my own ideas. The best ideas are stolen. And uh, I've gotten these from uh, Steve Carter, if you know him. Uh, if you're in Salvation Army circles, you might be aware of Steve Carter. And then the other one is from John Acuff, um, who uh, I don't know at all, never met, but uh, writes good books and all that good stuff. The first one is uh, from Steve Carter is instead of trying to complete a New Year's resolution for an entire year, um, live your life in 90-day chunks. So that's my first tip. Live your life in 90-day chunks. Um, that's a season, right? So you say, for the spring, I'm going to go after this goal. Um, and that leads into the second one. I only do, myself, only two or three goals at a time in life. Um, like Usually one is spiritual, like something to do with my spiritual life, um, with my faith, um, uh, something like that. And then the second one is usually a physical or mental or emotional or something like that. So like, I'm going to read more is the physical or mental, and then I'm going to memorize more scriptures that one. But I, those change every 90 days. So, you know, from, from this day out 90 days, I mark it my calendar and that's what I'm going to work on for those 90 days. And then after those 90 days, I'm going to reassess and then make two other goals. So it's a little easier. Like Captain Jamie was saying, treat yourself, um, be realistic, be specific. When you do it in 90 days, it's a little easier than saying it's a bigger, it's an easier mountain to climb than when you're looking at the Mount Everest of 365 days. I think Captain Jamie looked up the stats where we were talking out of all the, all the new year's resolutions, only 25% of new year's resolutions are kept for uh, 30 days after new year's day. And then only 8% of new year's resolutions are ever kept forever for time. So um, the odds are not against us when we do that. I mean, the odds are against us when we make these goals, but by living in 90 day chunks, and then again, two or three goals at a time. The second one comes from John Acuff. I love this. He takes a scratch piece of paper, writes down his two goals, um, like makes a bar graph. So on the horizontal line, he writes the two goals and then vertically he makes 30 uh, columns. And then for one month, he just says, if I did this goal, I mark in the box, right? I color in the box, shade in the box for that day. And then if I uh, didn't do it, I get an X. And um, that's how he keeps that's how he keeps his goals going. Yeah, so that's called a habit tracker. Um, and for all of you people out there who like to color code things like me, you can find them like all over the internet, template your templates and stuff like that. Um, where you can just fill them in. You don't even have to do the artwork yourself. They're out there. Just Google Habit Tracker. Or you can Kmart it like me and just take some busted up college ruled paper and just write out because those have about 30 lines. I turn that joker on landscape, not portrait, and then do it that way. Well, um, I think that's it for our tips, but I did want to give you, again, some scripture, um, some things to uh, help you with that. And um, I had quite a few written down, but we do not have time for me. If you just want, look up uh, scriptures for goal setting. There's a lot, but the first one I want to give you is uh, Proverbs 16. Um, Proverbs 16 and 19 have now again they're like fortune cookies of scripture, so you have to kind of understand that as you go in. But Proverbs 16 and Proverbs 19 are some great chapters to look through when you're goal setting. Proverbs 16:3 says this: "Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and He will establish your plans." Um, the first thing we need to be doing when we make goals is we need to be talking to the Lord about it in prayer. Because if we're trying to do something contrary to the Lord's will, something that's not in his word, like, Lord, uh, give me a new boo thing, even though I already got one, the Lord's not going <laughs> to, that's no. Okay. Just no. <laughs> All right. And then also Proverbs 16, verse nine, in their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establish, establishes their steps. 
Captain Jamie, you have, I have some other ones, but do you have other ones you want to jump in there with? No. So I just want to say, I don't have a specific scripture. Um, I'll let you do that part, but the, um, I would just say like the whole point of goal setting is to grow, right. For us to, to better ourselves, to be better, to make changes that make us, um, healthier in mind and body and spirit, um, you know, our emo- and emotionally. So, um, you know, as humans, as Christians, we want to grow and goal setting helps us get to those places that we want to grow towards. We're not meant to uh, to stay the same, to stay in the same place. Apathy is not uh, a good look. Complacency is not a good vibe. So, um, you know, instead of thinking of it like, oh, you know, I just have to set these things like, where do I want to be and how, how do I get there? Um, I would just say, um, before I kick it back to you, Matt, that um, January edition of Peer, you check it out on the internet, subscribe, stop by your local Salvation Army and pick up the January copy. Um, we cover this this thing in, in the three feature articles. Who am I? Uh, wh- what am I doing? Where am I going? And how do I get there? And so there's a feature article specifically for goal setting. But those are some questions to like to ask ourselves. Who am I? Where am I going? How do I want to get there? When you're setting New Year's resolutions, think at at December 31st, 2021, who do I want to be? Mm. Where do I want to be? Um, and then set your goals that are going to help you get to that point. Because again, complacency, apathy, not a good vibe. We need to keep growing. All right. I'm going to give you this last scripture verse. And then uh, I guess, Captain Jamie, we'll go to our uh, closing questions here. We're doing uh, doing well on time. So Colonel Foley will be happy with us. <laughs> <laughs> this is from James chapter 4, verses through 13 through 15. James chapter 4, 13 through 15. Now listen, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Should I say this like a YouTube influencer? Today or tomorrow, a lot of people are asking me about my skincare routine. (laughs) We'll go to this or that city, spend a year here, carry on business, you know, make money, swipe up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that was, sorry, that was uh, verse 13, 14. Why? You do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Wow, James. And then verse 15. Instead, you ought to say, if it's the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. So I think as we get ready for goal setting, just think about that. When you we're making your New Year's resolution for 2021, when you're trying to live it up in 2021, because we've all been stuck inside for the last year, just remember the first thing should be, if it's the Lord's will, I will do this and that. Um, let's remember who is the ultimate one who guides our lives. He, we plan our steps, but he, we plan our course, but he direct our, directs our steps. All right. Captain Jamie, you want to close us out with our favorite question? Yes. So like we do with every episode, we're going to uh, say, what is one thing that is giving you joy? Elizabeth, what's giving you joy right now? Okay, this has been like a year-long joy thing for me, but Dynamite by BTS. Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, yes, Are you in the lot. BTS army? I think so. <laughs> I think that I accidentally might have got my kids hooked into the BTS army. I didn't even mean to. I just heard the song and I was like, hey, this is a cool song. You girls should try this out. This is this thing called K-pop. You ever heard of it? And then uh, now it's on our uh, Alexa all the time. It's incredible. I love every video. They're like on every award show, every TV show, and they're dancing every time. I may get through this episode without singing. I really want to sing BTS Dynamite sing right it, now. Sing it, sing it, sing it. But it's so high, I can't do it. No, you can do it. How about you just do the, the Dynamite of the chorus part? Light it up like dynamite. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. There's a that. reason. There's a reason I'm not in BTS. 
You want me to go, Captain Jamie, or you want to go? Okay. Um, actually, my my thing that's given me joy came from Pure Magazine. It's the first time I ever heard about it. Was um, it was during the election? Captain Jamie and I mean Pure Magazine talked about this and campaign, um, the and campaign. You can check them out and andcampaign.org. Um, it's like Christians, how Christians' stance should be in politics and all that. And in a political world that's vastly divided, um, it's very good. But here's what's given me joy: they have a podcast. I'm a huge fan of podcasts. I love them. So they have a podcast called Church Politics. Church Politics is the podcast of the ad and campaign. Um, Every time I listen to that podcast, when I'm walking the dog, I'm saying, oh yeah, that's right. Amen. That kind of stuff out loud. So the guy walking next to me is like, this dude is a creep. But um, so look him up andcampaign.org and then check out Church Politics podcast. Great stuff. Giving me joy. All right, Cam Jamie, back to you. How? What's giving you joy? So this week, what is giving me joy is um, I just got to give a shout out to my monthly Zoom ladies. Um, I have a group of ladies that I Zoom with every month. Um, we At one time, we all lived in the same location, but now uh, several of us have scattered to the wind, but Zoom is how we choose to keep up. So um, Christina, Kim, Jan, we uh, just get together for multiple hours, <laughs> one time a month, and just uh, you know, encourage each other through challenging things, um, you know, laugh through funny things. Last night we laughed for a good long time about the Lifetime KFC movie with uh, mm-hmm. sassy Colonel Sanders, uh, which I don't, thank you, 2020. I just don't even know what to do, <laughs> what to do with this. Um, but we just, uh, you know, it's good to have a group of people who um, can can laugh with you and cry with you and encourage you. Um, when you need it. And so shout out to my Zoom ladies. Um, always, always giving me joy. Thank you, Team Umi Zoomy, for that. Uh, also, uh, AC Slater has to pay the bills, Captain Jamie. Come on, <laughs> get off that man. Let that man pay his bills. All right. That's going to end this episode of the Battle Line Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Battle Line wherever you listen to the podcast. For the three people who gave us a five star review, you are so awesome. We love you. We would love for other people to give us a five star review. It helps other people find us and get the word out about what we're doing and just trying to have conversations about faith. And don't forget, please, to follow. Uh, peer at peermag.org or you can follow peer on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at peer.magazine. Also, don't forget to look out for our sister podcast for the War Cry. It's called the Fight for Good uh, podcast. Check them out as well. Until next time, this has been the Battle Line Podcast. Have a great 2021. Bye. Bye.